Hello, and welcome to the Welligant Woman Podcast, a place for women over 40 who are ready to transform midlife, reimagine what's possible, and make each new decade better than the last. I'm your host, Karen Viesta, certified health and life coach. And after going through my own midlife reinvention, I can honestly say that I now experience more energy, vitality, confidence, and joy than I ever have before. Each week, I'll be sharing information, inspiration, and strategies to help you do the same. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. And if you are new around here, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. Our topic for today is get sugar sober, a step-by-step process. And in light of this topic, I have to begin by sharing that I am somebody who has always had a sweet tooth and especially a love of chocolate. I mean, just to put this in perspective, I used to try to limit sweets by putting them in the freezer, which was a great idea, except that I would dig them out and eat them frozen. Like if I let my sweet tooth go unchecked, it can definitely derail my efforts um, to keep up my healthy habits. So I get that this is a tough nut to crack, Um, but what I will tell you is that getting sugar sober, as I call it, is the single most important thing that you can do for your body and your health, and you will reap the benefits of that for decades to come. So I'll share a little bit of my story for those who may be new and... um, and don't know me so well. The year I turned 48, which was back in 2017, was the year that I began having pretty bad symptoms of perimenopause. Now, it also happened to be the year that I ended a 24-year marriage, so it was just a perfect storm, as I like to call it. Um, I was dealing with these major physical changes and challenges, and these major emotional changes and challenges all at once, and I was just completely out of balance. I wasn't sleeping, I had terrible anxiety, I had night sweats, brain fog, I just felt terrible pretty much all of the time. Now, I was already trained as a health coach and I was eating pretty well, or so I thought. So this was really confusing and frustrating to me. And so I did what most women in that situation would do. I went to doctors and therapists and acupuncture and pretty much tried everything in order to feel better. But nothing worked, and I didn't hear a lot of encouraging things. You know, doctors said things to me like, this is what happens over 40, or this is what perimenopause is like. Um, It'll eventually pass. You know, so it seemed like, it seemed that I would just have to kind of suffer through, um, and yet I just knew there had to be something that I could do to feel better. I was not willing to resign myself to a life without energy and vitality and, and quite frankly, peace, you know, peace in my body, peace in my mind. So I went on a journey and I I took some advanced certifications in women's wellness. I learned everything I could about perimenopause and menopause. And within a short period of time, I really turned things around and felt better, both physically and emotionally. Uh, than I had in years. And the very first step that I took when I made this commitment to my health was I got off of sugar. Sugar is a 
complex player in our overall health and it can wreak havoc on our hormones, especially as we age because we become much more sensitive to sugar as hormones decline. And that's because the body has a harder time bouncing back when it experiences those blood sugar highs and lows. So in this episode, I'm going to discuss why sugar can be particularly challenging and particularly detrimental for women over 40. But it's not all doom and gloom, I promise. I will also explain the incredible transformation that happens when you decide to get off of sugar. The effects of becoming sugar sober are truly astounding. From increased energy, to improved mood, to better sleep, to glowing skin, not to mention disease prevention and increased longevity. It truly is life-changing. And you know that I'm all about action and results here. So this podcast um, will also provide you with a step-by-step roadmap to help you eliminate sugar from your diet. I will give you actionable tips, strategies, and advice to guide you as you embark on this journey of going sugar-free. Now, to further support you, I've created a cheat sheet which outlines these steps for you, and you can download that cheat sheet at welligantwoman.com forward slash sugar sober. That's one word. So be sure to grab that. So if you've been struggling with sugar cravings, feeling a bit sluggish, maybe suffering with symptoms of perimenopause and menopause, such as disrupted sleep, hot flashes, night sweats, brain fog, etc. Or if you simply want to do something that is so, so good for your body, this episode is for you. It's time to reclaim your wellness, to transform your experience of midlife, and to get sugar sober. Okay, so first let's consider why sugar is such a big deal, especially for women over 40. First off, as we age, our bodies go through various changes, including hormonal shifts. And for women over 40, this often means dealing with perimenopause and menopause. And guess what? Sugar can be a real hormone disruptor. Sugar leads to spikes in blood sugar levels, which then trigger insulin production, Insulin is an important hormone, and when we have an excess of it, it can wreak havoc on our other hormones. So it leads to imbalances that manifest as symptoms. That's why we experience mood swings and weight gain and um, you know hot flashes and all of the other symptoms that we associate with perimenopause and menopause. Um, but don't worry, we are not going to only focus on the negatives. I want to give equal airtime to the incredible benefits that come from going sugar sober. First benefit, energy levels. This is huge for women over 40. Many women struggle with fatigue, especially in midlife, and excessive sugar consumption leads to energy crashes and those mid-afternoon slumps that so many women experience. The minute that you eliminate sugar, you'll experience more stable and sustained energy throughout the day. So that's one huge benefit that you'll experience almost immediately. Sugar also has a sneaky way of playing with our emotions. It can lead to mood swings and irritability. So when you get off of sugar, you'll feel like you finally get off of that emotional roller coaster and you'll find that your mood is much more stable 
and much more positive. Then there's weight management. Again, huge concern and a huge frustration for women over 40. Often, the weight begins to creep on as hormones begin to decline. And this is another area where quitting sugar can work wonders because excess sugar intake contributes to weight gain, especially around the midsection. That's the visceral adipose tissue or visceral fat that I've spoken about before on the podcast. It's the most dangerous kind of fat because it actually wraps itself around the organs and it creates a lot of inflammation in the body. Eliminating sugar can help you shed those stubborn pounds and manage your weight, especially the the belly fat around the middle. And then let's not forget about your skin. Sugar has been linked to premature aging, fine lines and wrinkles, loss of volume and elasticity, and many other skin issues. By breaking up with sugar, you will most definitely enjoy clearer, more youthful looking skin. And finally, and perhaps most importantly, we can talk about hormones. Remember how we discussed in the previous segment that sugar can disrupt hormonal balance. Well, by eliminating sugar, you're giving your hormones a chance to find equilibrium again, which will not only reduce the severity of your symptoms, but it will help you feel more balanced and more in control of your body and your mind. So if you are thinking about getting sugar sober, remember, you are not just giving up those sweets, you're gaining so much more in return. And when you think about it that way, it becomes much easier to do. You'll be much more motivated to do it. So with that said, here is a step-by-step approach to help you kick the sugar habit and to help you embrace a sugar-sober lifestyle. And even if this seems a bit daunting, I promise you that with the right strategies and a little determination, you can get off of sugar. Um, And I also want to remind you these steps are all contained in that cheat sheet that I referred to. So if you're unable to take notes, that is not a problem. I've got you covered. Um, Just be sure to go to welligantwoman.com forward slash sugar sober. Okay, so let's get started. Um, Step one is to assess your current sugar intake. The first step is really to take a good look at your current consumption. This means not only the obvious sources like desserts and sugary drinks, but all of those hidden sugars in processed foods, sauces, and condiments. When I began this process years ago, I had so underestimated the amount of sugar that I was consuming. It wasn't really until I began closely reading labels and paying attention that I became aware of just how much sugar I was unknowingly consuming. So take time to read those labels and really assess your sugar intake. Step two is, you know, once you have a clear idea where you stand, set clear and achievable goals. Listeners of this podcast know I am not about the big sweeping changes. I think that when we are too ambitious and when we fail to consider what is realistic for us within the context of our lives, we set ourselves up to fail. These goals should be specific, they should be measurable, and they should be time-bound. For example, a goal might be, I'll reduce my daily added sugar intake 
by 50% over the course of the next month. That's the kind of goal that I'd like you to set for yourself. And of course, this goal will be based on where you're at in terms of your current sugar consumption and how much time you want to give yourself. Just bear in mind that you know wellness is a long game and consistency is key. So make the goal something that is achievable for you. Step number three is to reduce your sugar intake gradually. Going cold turkey can lead to more intense cravings and it can actually lead to some withdrawal symptoms. So instead, reduce your sugar intake gradually. Start by cutting back on sugary snacks and beverages. And as you cut back on those things, gradually replace them with healthier alternatives. And then cut something else out and then something else. So, you know, just slow and steady is what I always recommend. Step number four is to look for healthy sugar alternatives. So, you know, explore natural sweeteners like stevia, um, monk fruit is one that I've been using a lot lately, or even, you know, fresh fruit itself to give you the little bit of sweetness that you need when you need it. So, you know, for me, again, I love uh, monk fruit sweetener. I also use stevia in my coffee or my green tea. Um, I just don't enjoy coffee or tea without a little sweetness. So when I have them, I just make sure to use a healthy alternative to sugar. Step number five is meal planning. Now, this is an important step that so many of you are going to want to avoid um, because it seems tedious. But plan your meals out ahead of time to ensure that you have healthy and satisfying options readily available. You have very little control over food that you do not prepare. And while I won't tell you not to eat out or you know never to bring in takeout, I will say that preparing your own food will make it so much easier to control the amount of sugar that you're consuming and it will make it easier to avoid those hidden sugars. So as much as possible, get used to cooking your own meals and you know, to make that task easier, get used to planning what you're going to cook ahead of time. It really does kind of streamline the process of shopping and, and cooking. Step number six is to get a handle on sugar cravings and emotional eating. Cravings happen, right? You're not going to completely eliminate them, but how you manage them is what's important. So become aware of when you're eating for the wrong reasons. Um, I did an entire episode of the podcast on this topic. It's called Stop Overeating, the Different Types of Hunger and How to Satisfy Them. If you haven't already listened to that episode, I highly recommend that you go back and check it out. So many times we eat sugar either for comfort or simply out of habit. So having a strategy for handling those cravings and becoming aware of your emotional triggers will really help you to avoid that. Uh, step number seven, read food labels and ingredient lists. Become a label detective. <laughs> there is no way around this. Um, you just simply want to avoid products with excessive added sugars, and you want to familiarize yourself with all of the various names for sugar, like sucrose, high fructose corn syrup, or cane juice. When you start reading labels, you'll be amazed at all the places where sugars are hidden. 
Step eight is to build a support system. You're not on this journey alone. Um, consider joining a supportive community or an accountability group. The Welligant Woman community is perfect for that. Uh, make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter because I share a lot of tips and recipes and resources there that will definitely help you maintain a sugar sober lifestyle. Um, this is a community made up of wellness-minded women who are in a similar stage of life and can offer each other the encouragement and strategies. Um, and sharing in this way is incredibly motivating. So I would love for you to join us. Uh, if that is something you're interested in, just visit welligantwoman.com and you can check out the free resources that I have on the website and you can join my weekly newsletter. And I'll also um, put a link in the show notes. And then step nine, finally, is to think about this sugar sober lifestyle as a long-term thing. Remember that this is a lifestyle change, not a short-term fix. So focus on building sustainable habits that you can carry with you throughout your life. Um, now, when you become sugar sober, um, you know there will be times that you will opt to have sugar. You know, you might be out at an affair and you might decide you're going to have dessert or, you know, you might bake something at home and decide that you're going to indulge in it. And that is fine. You know, it's, it's, we're not shooting for perfection because perfection doesn't exist. Um, but we are shooting for consistency and for lifestyle habits. And that's it. That is your roadmap for becoming sugar sober. So again, remember this is about reclaiming your health. It's about supporting your hormonal balance. And it's really, you know, at, at, at the uh, foundation, it's about feeling the very best that you can possibly feel at this and every future stage of your life. So grab that cheat sheet at welligantwoman.com forward slash sugar sober. Good luck on this amazing journey and please reach out to me and keep me posted. I would love to hear how you're doing and I can't wait to celebrate your progress. Have a wonderful, Welligant week, my friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe and I'd love it if you would leave a five-star review and share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode.